All right, welcome to the HP HQ podcast brought to you by Summer That's the world's wildest car festival, of which Owen Webb here has been to every single one. What's happening, mate? Aren't you going to ask me where I am? Look at my background. I was going to get to that, mate, but I always like to care about you first. First, make sure you're okay, and then I'll then, then I'll check where I'm you really are. I'm really good. I'm really good. That's good, mate. Uh, where are you? I'm in Alice Springs. Um, you'd say, what am I doing here? Well, I'm actually here uh, sorting out some stuff for Red Centre, and that's going to be bigger and better than ever. So, yeah, yeah had good. a great couple of meetings today, and we got going to have some uh, new things at, at Red Centre Nats, and... Uh, as you can see, got a bit of Indigenous art on the on the back wall, yep. so we're going to have a have a bit of involvement with those guys as well. So looking forward to it. Awesome! I really look forward to Red Sandinats after uh, going to my first one this year. Next year, I'm I'm super looking forward to it. And I reckon I've talked about twenty or thirty groups of other people to pack up the car and head up there because it's something yeah. else. Yeah, when we make some announcements on some of the stuff happening uh, next year, I'm sure we'll we will uh, we'll get a, a lot of people a lot of interest in that. Speaking of that, but I believe there's uh, a lot of other stuff just about to come on sale as well. Absolutely, mate. So before we get to announce what's on happening on today's show, let's announce that MotorX is launching tomorrow. Tickets and entries will be on sale and it's a limited capacity. It is a limited capacity. And what, what we're doing there is anybody that's already entered a vehicle, that just transfers straight over. So there's some unveiled cars and just entrance in general. Um, the spec Potatoes, that's all new, so there's nothing to be transferred there, but all entrants transferred over. Perfect. And also, the other one of the other announcements is Rocky Nats is on sale again. There's a limited new release of entrance spots and platinum passes, so Rocky Nats is set to rock. And look, I'm I'm convinced both of those those will sell out, and and so you actually better get in for both those events, especially if you want to be an entrant, get in early. The first time event, that event is never not going to sell out. It's going to be sold out. It's going to be massive up there in Rockhampton. Keen, super keen for that. All right, let's touch on touch on tonight's show. You got what were you going to say, Webs? No, I'm just going to say that I'm really uh, look. I look forward to all the events. I just just love the events, but Rocky in particular. There's been so much going on behind the scenes there, and that that event is going to have everything. It's in a great part of town. Yeah, really exciting. Yep, definitely looking forward to that one. What we're also looking forward to is tonight's show. We've got two. We've got the king and the prince of the Ford Mustang burnout scene, and you could say the burnout scene in general because these two are legends. Webby, how good? Yeah, look, and we've had a bit of a chat to Gary and Jake Myers um, in previous podcasts, but yeah, we uh, tonight I think we're going to touch on a little bit of a little bit of their history and 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 just the whole father son building cars together and competing together. Yeah, and then looking at the future as well. Yeah, absolutely, because I think uh, it gives a nice perspective of, you know, of the family vibe too that those that Gary would have and Jake would have had together over the years, you know, going to events around the country. So let's certainly chat to them about that. After that, we've got Shop Talk back with you and Rach into the fourth episode now, obviously, and really getting into the – delving into the, the field. Yep. 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 Awesome. And then we've got that idiot Benny Ben's back. He's back. He's – uh. Hey, long lost cousin of mine, but he's he's a hassle. He owes me fifty bucks, I think. I better check, <laughs> better chase him up on that. All right, and then obviously, let's not talk anymore. Let's just get on with it now. Get on with it. Let's go. Perfect. That's it. 
Summonats is heading back to Canberra in 2021 as the Rare Spares Summonats Rev Rock and Roll kicks down the door and lights up the pad at Exhibition Park. Entries. They will go on sale December 1. Spectator tickets on sale in January. Bring your ride to Epic for one huge long weekend in March with most of the same ingredients that make Summonats so special. Join in on the annual City Cruise. Party hard on Skid Row. Get them gleaming in the hunt for the Grand Champion and get those ties off on the Burnout Pad where we'll crown the 2021 Burnout Masters Champion. In line with COVID-19 restrictions, capacity is extremely limited, which means once we've sold out, that's it. If you don't want to miss your spot at this Summonats homecoming party, make sure you get your entry in this Tuesday, December 1. 2021's going to be mad. Because Summonats is mad. Mad. Ah, you thought I was gone. The Burnout Masters game has a new update. There's a new pro car, Loose Q, a new level, Tropical Meltdown, new cars, HQ Wagon, BA Ute, and an XP sedan. There's also new engines in Full On and LS1. And there's four new tyre compounds which completely change the game. Get the Burnout Masters update, get the game on your phone, and start smashing tyres. Smashing tyres, man. Rev Rock and Roll kicks into exhibition. Rocks and Rolls. Rock and Roll. Yeah. Rev Rock and Revs and Skids. Spares Exhibition Park. Spares. Oh, oh, mate. We'll get it. We'll get it. Calm down. This is almost like a shit ad. Even when I try and make good ads, I make shit ads. We're good. All right, ready? <laughs> The Rare Spares Summonats Rev Rock and Roll kicks down the door and lights up the pad at Exhibition Park. We did it! Right, tonight we've got a couple of guys we've had on our previous podcast. Father and son team, Gary and Jake Myers. Welcome, guys. Welcome, guys. Hey, 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 how you going? Good, good. Hey, it's so good to have you guys on and we've covered a lot of different things with you in the past, but... Uh, one thing that I've, it's sort of been really close to my heart and since I've been going to the States a lot, it's been a whole lot of father and son teams build cars together and do different things. And, and you guys are really at the forefront of that in, in um, Australia, I guess. So you've built cars together and obviously competed against each other. And uh, so, Gary, from back in, the, back in the beginning, when did you first take Jake to an event? Holy shit. Um... <laughs> Mm. Well, he sort of grew up around the, the scene um, after he was born and um, once he got to that age, he virtually travelled away. He obviously missed a bit of schooling, but, um, no, he travelled a lot of a lot of shows. Back then, that's when we were doing a lot of exhibitions um, around the country, especially over at Perth Motorplex and Good Friday and a lot of other remote um you know, I was pretty happy to, very fortunate with my business and my dad was still alive and he sort of run the business while I wasn't home. So, um, yeah, I put my hand up to travel all over Australia, Darwin, you know, um, Charters Towers, um, yeah, Gary, was that in shows or burnout stuff or shows or a bit of both or what? Yeah, yeah, it was both um, exhibition burnouts probably to start off with. Um and then obviously once we built, you know, the Silver Bullet and and then we, you know, we're sort of travelling around and even doing, you know, both the burnout scene and the show car scene as in exhibition with both cars, you know. So, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was pretty full on, and um, but yeah, Jake travelled most ninety percent of the time uh, away with us. So um, yeah, so he sort of definitely got it in his bloodstream. Yeah. So what? What's your first event you remember, Jake? Oh, would have been back in like the early two thousand and eight. It was like Gazanats Adelaide. It was back in you know it started to get pretty big, and we used to go up there for for mum and dad's show and. Yeah, no, it was good. So there was all the family there too, you know, like my brother and all my uncles and, yeah, everyone would just help out. And, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you know, and that's still going now, like Gaznats, Darwin and all that. But I definitely – I remember a lot of shows, um, Summer Nats, you know, that was one of the, you know, main shows you used to jump in with Dad um, in the burnouts. I was in his 2000 – and it was the 2012 uh, Burnout Masters when he won that. So I was in that in the finals – um, yeah, so I definitely learnt, learnt it off, you know, off the experience of me old man. But, yeah, it's just – it's in the blood. So I just – yeah, it's, it's used to it. So, What, what yeah. was it can – can I ask you, Gary, what was it like to, you know, do the, the early summer that stays burnout scene through late 80s, obviously, 90s, and then to have family come along? It would Did it – obviously, it would – I'd assume it makes it so much better to involve families in an event, all the events around the country. Yeah, it was um, oh, the summer nets, early summer nets days were pretty good. Obviously, I was <laughs> drinking lots of alcohol. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it was just one big party and catching up with everyone. And um, yeah, just um, yeah, one big party. It was just and catching up with people that you know you haven't seen for 12 months. So, you know, interstate. So I'm a lot more fortunate that, you know, I did travel a lot around Australia and met a lot of people. So when, you know, when summer nets come around, it was sort of, you know, people just calling in and saying hello and just catching up and having a drink and partying on. So no good times. Yeah, no, no doubt though, those, uh, all that sort of stuff got a bit more relaxed once the kids come along and, you was, uh, you know, responsible between burnouts for changing nappies and stuff in the early days, no doubt. No. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. Yeah, well, the kids were sort of got stuck with having to polish and wash and do all that sort of stuff, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, that's good to have a helping hand there, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, J- Jake, on, um, I know Gary's, like, built many, many cars. Have you been involved with many of the actual hands-on building of the stuff? Well, when you say building, it's like... Well, the GM176 has been around for a very long yep. time, so it's like it's gradually built over decade of, you know, me old man yes. owning it when he well, was it has. Absolutely. So it's not like we've just got the car and started building it over the last, you know, three, four years since I've taken over. So, you know, I was young when Dad was building the Silver Bullet, so I can't really remember so much, but I do remember Dad sort of spending late nights in the shed or going to Wagga late, you know, and even you, Owen, you know, could go to the paint shop and that and, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So we've actually been building a car for four years now for, for myself. So that's kind of um, kind of undercovers and hopefully we can unveil that at Summer Nats coming up. And, uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're doing stuff with that and uh, Showtime Customs Fabrication from um, Heathcote, they're looking after us with all that and that's going to be quite a big deal. And, um, yeah, we've... You know, yours, Rachel's uh, advice on different things. It's just, yeah, it's it's like the silver bullet, you know. It's, but it's, my, my sort of point there was that you're, you're hands-on like, like your dad now, yeah, so you're doing it like yourself. 
Yeah. That's right, yeah. So, you know, Dad's teaching me some stuff with, with, the, with the build and then, yeah, once we get it up back up to Narendra, you know, we'll, we'll get on the rotisserie, then just do all the work we have to and, yeah, we'll just go from there. But, no, nah, we, we tinker around with cars and stuff back up home. You know, Dad's got, like, Cadillac and X, XA. Like, yeah, we do heaps of heaps of work on the cars. So it's not like a just jump in the car and go to a car show then just go home, you know. We do a lot of maintenance and stuff. So. And the one thing from that that, that I've really uh, – you, you just realise as you get older that how much you actually learn from your dad just mm. through osmosis. He doesn't actually have to grab you and teach you that. You're just being around it and you just pick a lot of that stuff up, eh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's – That's real good. Yep. You got a good mentor there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not many people are, you know, fortunate to have that kind of um, that opportunity. So it's very grateful. Absolutely. It's it's nice to see that, you know, uh, no doubt for you, Jake, that to to call it what it is, I guess, to step into those shoes is always going to be, you, no doubt you were nervous in the early days. You've, you've forged your own right now, you know, like absolutely. Yeah. But in the early days, no doubt there's always that. Were you nervous or did you give it a second thought or anything like that? Well, I knew I knew nothing really any different to it. Like growing <laughs> up around it, it's like a second nature, you know. It's yeah. going to summon outs, and then ne- next minute I'm bloody, I'm skidding in the burnout masters, my first time when I'm 17. Yeah. And then I get through the 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 top three wild card shootout into the qualifying, and then I beat 25 of the best burnout masters in Australia to go into the finals top 10 shootout, and then I send it. And I ended up placing fifth my first time ever. And dad actually competed as well. He double, double entered and he come like seventh or something. So it was like sort of a, yeah, it was a bit of a surprise, but. Um, you did have to remind him of that. What, Look at him. What, what place did you come that? Didn't you not turn the fuel pump on no, that? No, no that, was, that was only, that was the year before I won the Van Out Masters. That was 2007. <laughs> <All right. laughs> No, you forgot fine. to turn the fuel pump on, and uh, yeah, it would have yeah just five seconds off blowing the tires, and um, yeah, anyway, lesson learned. I'm guessing that's something you didn't teach him, Gary. Exactly, <laughs> that was too much pressure, and that was in the normal competition because I hadn't made it through to the to the to the finals in the in the uh, Masters that year. But um, now he came back the next year after. Yeah, him. he's never never forgotten to do that ever again since then. That's so. it. Yeah, he learned that the hard way, yeah. <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that a similar year, similar moment for you, Gary, as a dad looking at, a, at, at, at your young fella, you know, go so well on the burnout comp. Can you remember a moment where you, you, you were super proud, you know, like that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like um, I like to be down on the pad at the time. And, and make sure that, and listen to the car and um, not more than, you know, sometimes you can't see half the shit going on down on there. But um, the last couple of years I've been going up into the grandstand and um, and um, and watching. But, um, yeah, I just like to hear, make sure that that little Windsor's on song and um, and it starts and finishes. That's that's the biggest thing, you know, so... Um, but yeah, we've got, we've got it pretty well sorted out now, and um, yeah, we're pretty happy with it all. Is there any any from the from the crowd? Is there any turn that way, quick, go back that way, or go down there from Dad? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, nah mate. he doesn't look for him, mate. Like, I, I don't even like going in the car anymore. You know, I'd rather yeah listen and, and watch um, yeah. than actually being in the car. You know, um, I've been in a lot of. A lot of cars in my lifetime, you know, Victor Bray's burnout car and, you know, passenger in a lot of 
lot of other high-profile burnout cars, you know, Mick yeah. Brasher and all them boys. And, um, yeah, it's all good fun. But um, at the end of the day, I just like to, yeah, obviously watch and, and listen now. Hey, Gary, do you get uh, – this is a bit of a difficult question, but do you get more enjoyment when, say, you've won a, a, um, a top event or seeing Jakey win a top event these days? What do you like? Um, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. um, who's been winning the top events these days? I don't think Dad can been competing lately. <laughs> no, no, no. But I meant back, back when he did, when, when yeah, he actually no, won the event. Yeah, or yeah. did you get Hang more on, out of seeing Jake win? I beat him at Wyala Nats a few years ago, or might have been two years ago, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> I didn't mean that, but I meant back in the past, yeah. You yeah, fired yeah. up the competitive side, Webby. What have you done, mate? Yeah, exactly. That's good. <laughs> uh, what was the question again, Webby? Well, it said, did you get more enjoyment out of you winning a major event or did, or just as much out of watching Jake win, win one now? Oh, no, I get more enjoyment out of watching... Um, yeah, Jake, definitely. It's interesting because I hear a lot of sportsmen say the same thing, like good footy players or cricketers, they actually get more enjoyment out of seeing their, their son actually do really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. And um, I don't have to give him any pointers. He obviously, you know, does a lot of research and watch videos and I don't do any all that sort of stuff and watches, you know, a lot of, a lot of comps that are going on, you know, other than, you know, um, in a state, you know, you know, Perth Motorplex and, you know, that sort of stuff. So Jake's always watching all the skids and watching the techniques and, and does listen to some of the, the judging on, um, you know, you got to virtually, you know, 100% yeah. in um, and, um, yeah, hope yeah. for the best. What, what is the amount of research that goes into I, I, this sort of, you know, this sport, Jake, is it? Obviously, it's a little bit, but do you, do you come up with a game plan? Oh, it's, uh, kind of, it's, not, it's kind of hard. Like, everyone just goes out there and tries to do a burnout. But, like, yeah. you just watch YouTube videos and just, yeah, even just watching some recaps of, like, you know, pumps that either you didn't place or you did win. Or, yeah. You know, it's either you just learn from your mistakes and, yeah, you just go from there. But, um it's definitely, yeah, just checking out other people's techniques and stuff and seeing what, you know, if there's a car that's one of skid, that maybe that's, you know, that's what the driver, that's the type of driving control you have to do to mm. go for it. But that's all just, it's all fun as well, you know. One thing I've really picked up, guys, is that there's so much difference in the pads. Like, as we've been talking, mm. all these different brand guys, they all always talk about, which makes sense, but they talk about the different sizes, the, the different runoffs, the, the tip-ins, the whole thing. So I guess that's definitely a part of your research, isn't it? Yeah, definitely is. Like we've learnt over the years, um, it was at Summonats, can't remember what year, but it was I placed third in the Burnout Masters. I um, We just ran free five diff gears and, um, yeah, we just went out there. We actually ended up revving it to 10,100-something because we – had some uh, ignition issues, so we just took the the chip out, and that yeah, it revved up the ten thousand something, and we finished. I think it was just under a minute, and that actually cost us the win. At, um, so yeah. we learnt that year. We actually came back the next year with three nine diff gears, which then got us over a minute, which yep. then, which it took a few years to then test out a few other teething issues, and then the year I won, which yeah, I ran the three three nines and. Yeah, my tyres literally lasted one minute and six seconds. 
Yeah. So it was like, yeah, perfect, you know what I mean? So it's just little things like yeah. that, you know. It takes a, a long time to get a, a something perfect. Yeah, because yeah. if you do the skid at sort of an extra 500 RPM, you know, that just some of that's for some reason that's some of that's pad. That's, you know, it's the only, the only pad in Australia that we actually change our ratio to keep, you know, over the minute. So, um, is that right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we just pull it. We just got another diff center built, so we just change that over just before summer nets and, and then pull it back out and put the free fires back in it and do all the other comps throughout, you know, around Australia. So, yeah. It's interesting the science like that, you know, like you, you, a lot of people, I think in the crowd wouldn't think that, you know, a lot of people may, might just see it as doing a burner, but it, people mm. see that and can know about the science. It's quite interesting, you know, that, that that's a fact. To do it under a minute to cost you the win, no doubt that. Gave you the yeah, shit. and we started <laughs> turning the We started, you know, obviously we started to have, you know, obviously turning the the RPM up from, you know, sort of an eight thousand burnout to to nine ninety five to you know ten thousand, and then mm. you just start to create different issues that you've never had before. So yeah, um, exactly, um, and then obviously, yeah. The tire tire life is in. You'd probably got to start running four elevens if we're going to start running, you know, over the nine thousand RPM. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Being a blowing application, you know, different torque, you know, compared to say a NASCAR engine like John O Kelly's, you know, different torque range where you know still make big horsepower and big RPM, but you haven't got that much, you know, as much driving torque as the blowing mm. application's got. So. Um, yeah, a lot of things come into play. Do you have a favourite pad, Gary? Um, the old summer that's pad. Yeah, the old summer that's pad. <laughs> from um, pad. <laughs> from um, yeah, from the east to the west, not yeah. west to east. So yeah. yeah. So uh, what about you, Jay? Uh, I've got a few, but Decker back in Shepparton back in the day was one of my favourite. I wish Huge, I Huge, big pad, yeah. Yeah, like I skid, I think I went to the, one of the last ones there and uh, then I broke my arm, so I, t- I didn't end up making it to one of their last events till they actually sold the venue um, to um, someone else. So, But no, yeah. there's a lot of cool lot of cool venues. There's Northern Nats, it's at Cairns. Um, yeah, it's just Perth Motorplex, it's Killer Pad. Um, there's, there's too many. They're all good fun. Yeah. On, the, on the bigger pad, do you, do you find you can be a bit more creative with the type of burnout you do differently than a really tight pad? Well, you don't have to worry about damaging the panels on the car. So <laughs> exactly. No brakes, send it as fast as you can. And, yeah, if you go off the pad, it's okay because there's no walls. So. <laughs> yeah, fair play. Fair play. Yeah, that's, like, that's like some of the smaller burnout pads where the run-ins are that, that tiny, especially Wagga Wagga and... Um, yeah, Jake's competed over there, and um, yeah, just looping it in the, the smallest of areas and um, and getting away with it. But yeah, obviously you you're not you haven't got any walls to to worry about. So, um, but yeah, no, there's been a lot of good pads around Australia for sure. Can you see what, what's your thoughts on the say the like the Americans? Obviously, their burnouts we call aren't as, definitely not as good as the Aussie stuff. Obviously, but uh, you know. We're all we're proud Aussies, and we believe our burnouts are the best. Well, what do you think they do wrong <laughs> if they don't get it right? Nick? <laughs> it's, it's funny because um, I think I was watching on YouTube the other day of Dad. We're watching uh, Cletus and Cars at the yes. Brisbane, and yeah. um, just some of the highlights 
I mean, they were just like, you know, like they're actually catching on. Like, you know, yeah. it's, to, to it's been a long time coming. Cletus has actually been bringing the Aussie yeah. sludge into the US and Definitely. now they're all catching on. But, but, yeah. But it looked at it had been bloody raining all day and they're still mm. out there trying to do skids. Like, you know, <laughs> good on them. But, yeah. um, but you, you can still see some of them that just still want to, Oh, it's too hard. I'll just go and put it up against the wall and do a still do a static, you know. Then yeah. that's what they're used to over there. But um, but yeah, even watching some of the, you know, even the the drag cars are sort of they're obviously trying to get involved with it too. And because obviously you know they're getting big crowds, I think it's going to be a big thing in the US that. Um, because they got the population, it can draw some really big crowds. Like that was a pretty big crowd there for a day, but it was raining, you know, it was raining mm. on and off all day. And So they're obviously keen to see skids and do skids, but they will just, will, will we see the evolution of them get better where they, one could come to Australia and compete and maybe win Burnout Masters? I, I dare say that's a long, yeah, well, a long way off. Yeah, well, it's just a shame that... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I can't see, you know, Aussies going over there in the very mm. near future with the way COVID is over uh, there. You that's know. for sure. And, yeah. you, you know, there's no way we'll, we'll want to travel over there if, if yeah. there's a, that's the possibility. So, but hopefully, you know, it, they get on top of it over there and, and yeah, we could do it, you know, Australia versus the US, just like, you know, the sprint car, you know, yeah. and the drag race teams and all that in the old days, you know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think as they get bigger and better at, at, at skids and they all start to get more catch on and build cars around that, like you guys have, you know, like they're going to be able to compete more and then potentially when, let's just say, COVID is gone, I can see a pretty big event happening out of something like that, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah it was quite It was quite funny watching because they're trying to put get a handle on the blowing alcohol, you know, injected thing, you know, which is only for drag racing over there. So, mm. yeah, it's, um, yeah, it was quite funny watching them the other day at Cletus Singh and um, yeah, like, <laughs> on Warbird. It was, uh, yeah. You did pretty well um, in Warbird. Like, you know, that's it's a quite a big difference to what they're, you know, they got the LS EFI set up on the toast, but when yeah. they give them like a big proper built burnout car from Australia, you can see how well he he drove it because he's actually a good driver. So if he actually had a good car over here in, in at Summonats, yeah. he would actually go right competitive. Yeah. He's not having any issues, you know what I mean? But they'll yeah. get there, you know. If they're pointed in the right direction by either Ben No Gas and them guys, I think they'll, you know, they'll get there. So you think it would be hard to drive around Toast? Do you think Toast would actually be uh, a, hard, a hard car to do a skid in? Well, if you've seen that, that <laughs> from the Summonats just gone, geez, yeah. there's yes. nothing, you know. They, I was standing on the pad, yeah. <laughs> They went all the way to Sydney just to get another engine, mm. you know, and it's it's just, a, yeah, they love it, so it's good. It is good, absolutely. Webby? Yeah, so I'm actually interested, guys. We had a we had a catch-up last week with, with Howard and Rob Zahabi and just talk a little bit about the future of the whole industry overall. What... What's what's your take on I guess the future of burnouts and yeah and and our whole industry sport overall? What's your thoughts, Gaz? Um, yeah, I'm just happy to go along with whatever happens. You know, it's obviously um, yeah, just I'm doing you know a lot of the sort of behind the scene maintenance and because um, Jake's in Melbourne and obviously the car's set up here, but. Um, yeah, I'm starting to slow down a little bit now, Webby, and um, trying to teach Jake to 
to take a lot of it on. And um, but yeah, the future, yeah, just see what happens with summer nets and um, with obviously Canberra and COVID and all this sort of stuff. So we'll just um, um, see, yeah, go along think, with the. Do you think there'll be much, um, not so much improvement, but much more development in actual burnout cars? I know, like you guys are building the car. I'm sure it's got some pretty innovative um, ideas in it. So, do you think that's uh, will progress as well? Yeah, we're hoping that you know bigger burnout pads that where we can make it more spectacular and obviously you know Jake, you know bigger tip-ins and all that sort of stuff. And because um, you see some of the like in Dubai, you know, just the crazy big <laughs> massive burnout pads that got you know. So I thought, oh, how good would that be if we had like same as Decker, you know, yeah, if yeah. we had a big burnout pad like that here in Australia, and, and that being a, a yeah, we could just put on a lot better show, you know, and make it a lot more spectacular and and um, maybe a new award could be the fastest tip in, you know, like this. <laughs> Who yeah, knows? Well, that, yeah. that's it. I feel as though I know it's a it's a long shot, but like obviously they have noise restrictions at Summonats, but I really think like the next big thing for Summonats would have to be night skids under lights, you know what I mean? But because of the, the the housing and that around the yep. place, it's it's too hard. But I think that would be actually like the pinnacle uh, for Summonats thing, to go you know down. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But what you, it'd be pretty spectacular, wouldn't you? You can imagine that. And like you, I was, I'm actually comparing, I've talked to, to Brasher about this, is that uh, you look at that whole monster truck thing. If you just imagine that, uh, a burnout in a stadium done like that, it'd be unbelievable, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah you know, I've even been to an indoor stadium, monster trucks in, in the US, and, you know, yes. it's amazing what they can do over there. But, yeah. It is. If we, have, if we had a way of extracting that smoke out of there, it'd be just unbelievable, yeah. wouldn't it? The, yeah. Like, it'd be more spectacular than the monster trucks. It'd be unbelievable. Yeah. No, I think really Andy needs to put his hand in his pocket and build a venue like that, I reckon. <laughs> you go, Andy. <laughs> I'm seeing you in about half an hour. I'll, I'll just mention that to him, all right? <laughs> we'll go with him. Uh, I'll help him run the joint. <laughs> I'll do the maintenance on it. There you go. Uh, you probably want to wog it, do you? <laughs> that would be even better. <laughs> Land's cheap here in Narendra, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say to you, Jake, something about given that you know uh, you're from the, the 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 young generation now coming through in burnouts. I was thinking the other day that the the market for some of the cars that are, we know that skid is getting much higher. Like the, the the opportunity for some young guys to come through and just buy a VK Commodore now for a thousand bucks is now going to cost them five and ten thousand. You know, and an LS is going up and all this sort of stuff. We don't want the, the nature of everything going up to scare young guys away from doing burnouts. Are we going to see dudes <laughs> turn to more modern stuff? You know, we're going to see more, you know, VE Commodores, I guess, and, you know, with live axles maybe and all sorts of stuff. I feel like because of the, you know, the future and the way everything's evolving, I think it's mm. people are just getting a VE or VF and they're just putting an LS or blowing yep. up in it. And then they it's either then it gets sold on to the next person, and then it's yeah. it just continuously um, goes on. And like you said, the especially COVID now, it's like prices yeah. on cars have gone up double now. Yeah, and it's like 
how do you how do you expect a young bloke to go and buy a, a VK yeah. half rusted out? Yeah. Six seven grand. It sort of changes. It'll change the landscape of what we see at burnouts. I think in the next yeah. year or I two for sure. I think you'll be surprised once um, yeah the season kicks up next year. I think a lot of new cars. It'll blow a lot of people out. That it'll pop up, and I, I know of a few you know old school muscle cars that have been built and um yeah it'll be cool you know um than having so many you know like model commodores out there but it's, it's good yeah. to definitely see the old school cars out there there's a lot of the oddball stuff i've seen pop up up in the last recent yeah, years yeah. too like it's mighty boys and vans and all sorts of stuff people are going i'm not going to buy maybe a ten thousand dollar rusted out vk i'm just going to put it in my suzuki little, little camper van thing yeah. and pump a skid yeah and that's <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you that the trend now like a drag challenge and stuff like that last week there was wagons wagons everywhere because i guess they're a, a cheaper a cheaper body style and, and so they're, they're around and boy they're going to really come into their four in the next in the next 12 months yeah, so I sold two wagons last weekend, an XD and a VL wagon. So yeah, there you go. They're popular. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm chasing a VL bonnet. If anyone knows anyone, so <laughs> 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 put it out there. No, no. All good. Uh, I might have one, but you got to buy the complete car to get it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, better, I better DM you before this goes live, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. It's been a really good chat, guys. Appreciate having you on. You know, it's um, it's very rare you get you know people who are at the top of their sport you know together in the one place. I mean, we, we can do it, but and then also, but to be father and son, it's just you know what an awesome sport and scene it is. Thanks, guys. No worries. Really appreciate appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. No worries. Thanks very much. again week four uh, hey? hey week four we're nearly at, we're nearly at hump day nearly <laughs> so for the people uh, that have been listening to this we've sourced a vehicle we've worked out what uh what we want to do with it and um i reckon we we're probably building a street elite vehicle here that's what most uh, seems to be the most popular and the most makes the most sense these days it's something you can looks good take to a cars and coffee take to a full-on show whatever you want to do so and then you can drive and get to enjoy that but uh, last week we covered off where we're the, we blasted that vehicle. Hopefully we haven't found uh, too many things wrong with that. We've got that all in epoxy. So now I'd be reckon that we'd be looking at buying some uh, parts and obviously I'd, 
my recommendation there is to uh, talk to the people that support our industry, people like Rares and Rares Bears, people like that, because I mean they're the ones that know they support our industry and they know all about those cars. So I reckon we'd be sourcing some parts and uh, looking at colour and and uh, wheels, few things like that. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, definitely. It comes down to the stage now of making sure you got all of the right products available, all the right panels. Obviously, now you've seen what kind of car you've got in, in front of you, so you'll know exactly which parts and where to source them from properly. So you've still got all your same same media outlets and stuff like in your Street Machine magazine. You've got your catalogs in there for parts, all kinds of parts. So there's like just to- there's tools, there's parts, there's anything you you need. So. Yes, so would you um, uh, would you have all your mechanicals and your trim or all that stuff organised now or what sort of stage do you see that at? At this stage, because you're about to start, you, uh, just after this one, you're going to probably get to start getting into your bodywork, pre-body work and paint and all that. You do want your fresh panels because if you're doing it yourself, you're going to want to know what panels you're working with. If someone else is working in a car, they're going to need all the stuff already lined up to actually get their job done. So when it comes to say, there's there's things in a build that will hold up other parts of a build. So Always. say your suspension and everything, you can't do anything on the car without rolling it around unless it's going to be on a rotisserie or on a hoist or something like that. So always pull down in your brain what parts of the car need to be organised and done for the next person to do that certain job. That's very important because holding up someone else on their job will always slow down a build and could even put it out a couple of months because most people have to book into places. Um, and something um, I meant to mention there uh, in, in last week or even the week before is that um, hopefully we've done a rendering of this week. Well, I think it's really important to have a rendering done. Now, obviously that doesn't have to, you can be a little bit flexible on that, but what what I've always found when you have a rendering and the colour, the stance, the wheels, you really got to, it's almost like a guide and you can just, just follow that. Do you, you agree with that? Would you mainly get a rendering done? Definitely. When it comes down to it, everybody in life is always driven by some kind of goal. So having a rendering done of your car is like the ultimate car goal and it just keeps you focused, always put it somewhere where you see it every single day, uh, even if you start to like lose hope because something's gone wrong with the car, say getting it back from the blasters and it's a it's a bit of a mess. But you need to look at your render and you go, look, there's a goal and it just keeps you focused and just the determination to get it to that point and knowing that one day it'll be because everyone's been in the same boat. Uh, you look at these show cars that are getting around, everybody has had to go through the exact same issues as what you're going through. So, you know, Absolutely. you're not alone. <laughs> Yeah, and the other thing which uh, we mentioned there, we probably should have already sourced that as well, is that an engineer, if you're going to want that vehicle to be modified a fair bit, well, you should be working with an engineer as well, shouldn't you, right through that on the suspension? Extremely important because if you're doing a street elite vehicle, you're wanting to go to these cars and coffees and these certain events and whatnot, Uh, say even when you go to Red Santa Nats, you want to be able to cruise the streets and do what you want to do and not be not have any hindrance over you. So yeah, not being harassed and, or, or if you do get harassed, you're actually you're covered there. So, yeah, absolutely. Really yeah, important. just like a, a free ticket out of, like, get our jail free card, really. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, so we've um, we've got our panels. And uh, so would you, uh, I'm, I'm guessing from the rendering, we'd have our colour uh, source there. So you'd probably be wanting to suss that out. I mean, if you're going to use something like, 
us a colour or something that's a bit unique. You get and uh, that's got to come in from overseas, so we want to be sourcing that. Make sure we got that. And I've even got people that in this stage they're getting panels made for their interior, especially if they've got a, a full headlining or that. So you'd be doing that that as well. Definitely, there's cars out there that require, say, if you've got your rendering and you've picked, say, even a trim that is a rare fabric or whatnot, you need to know the basics of how long that's going to take to get into the country, how long the guy needs to work with the actual material for. You can't always just assume that something's on somebody's shelf, and that's why when you're working with these guys doing your cars or builders or parts, um, there could be delays of anything. Like, say, even look at COVID, no one knew that was going to happen. So yeah. um, there's always a hold-up for everything, and sometimes it, it can be a bit painful, but the, the more prepared you can be, the better your chances of actually staying within your realm of your build timeline. Yeah, very important. All right, so uh, we'll uh, we we get all our parts, get them get them organised, and we start chopping that chopping that body up, right? <laughs> yep, definitely. Get everything, lay it all out, and go go for it. Yeah, we have the the big Lego, big Lego. Yeah, part of that. <laughs> yeah right, that's well, the fun part of being an adult child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's great for this week. So next week we'll uh, we'll get into the body and we'll actually start building that vehicle. All right. Sounds good to me. Thanks, Rach. Thanks. Bye. See ya. Summonats is heading back to Canberra in 2021 as the Rare Spares Summonats Rev Rock and Roll kicks down the door and lights up the pad at Exhibition Park. Entries. They will go on sale December 1. Spectator tickets on sale in January. Bring your ride to Epic for one huge long weekend in March with most of the same ingredients that make Summonats so special. Join in on the annual city cruise. Party hard on Skid Row. Get them gleaming in the hunt for the grand champion and get those tyres off on the burnout pad where we'll crown the 2021 Burnout Masters Champion. In line with COVID-19 restrictions, capacity is extremely limited, which means once we've sold out, that's it. If you don't want to miss your spot at this Summonats homecoming party, make sure you get your entry in this Tuesday, December 1. 2021's going to be mad. Because Summonats is mad. Mad. Ah, you thought I was gone. The Burnout Masters game has a new update. There's a new pro car, Loose Q, a new level, Tropical Meltdown, new cars, HQ Wagon, BA Ute, and an XP sedan. There's also new engines in full-on and LS1. And there's four new tyre compounds which completely change the game. Get the Burnout Masters update, get the game on your phone, and start smashing tyres. Smashing tyres, man. Rev Rock and Roll kicks into exhibition. Rocks and Rolls. Rock and Roll. Yeah. Rev Rock and Revs and Skids. Spares Exhibition Park. Spares. Oh, oh, mate. We'll get it. We'll get it. Calm down. This is almost like a shit ad. Even when I try and make good ads, I make shit ads. We're good. All right, ready? <laughs> The Rare Spares Summonats Rev Rock and Roll kicks down the door and lights up the pad at Exhibition Park. We did it. All right, we're back from the break. It's Benny Benz here. Jay Benz is asleep. He's got no idea. Don't worry about him. What's going on, Webby? What a chat. I feel really uncomfortable talking to this, this Benny Benz guy. Like he's a bit This is strange. the first time we've met. It is the first time we've met. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, how good was that? Really great talking to... Um, Gary and, and Jake, the, the whole father-son thing, it's something that's been really 
close to my heart since I it was really popular in the States. I saw it develop over the last 15 years, but it's really happening in Australia now with some great teams like Myers and Fitzpatrick yeah. and Aaron and Daniel. So it's just it's really good, isn't it? There's some just it's really terrific. What it's what on. it's what this you know, whether it's family or close mates, this whole scene's built on passion with the show car side yep. burnouts. It doesn't matter, you know. Like it's, uh, you know, and if they can, if you can do it as a family, then why wouldn't you? You'd be crazy not to. Because look at it. Look at it. Does you know? You get people like, you know, Jake and Gary. You know, stand up, great dudes. You know, um, yeah. just love it. It's good. And and like I said, there it's as in a lot of sportsmen and that, and yep. like in actual sport, but in this as well, it's the I think the fathers get more enjoyment or more um, pride. I've seen the, the young fellas actually win or even do better than they did. So that's a great thing. In Just it. like me, mate, watching the kids play lawn bowls, you know, got them in there. Don't worry, mate. It's all it's all about. Perfect. Yeah. But what a show. What a uh, good chat with you. Obviously, you and Rach had a good chat there. Yeah, yeah, it was good. We're, we're getting well and truly into that uh, that whole build now. So uh, that's actually I've had a lot of feedback on that. It's been really good. So we might even expand on that in a, in another series or or totally. Um, something else in another maybe podcast. Even, maybe the powers to be might even put it in a big special and put it on YouTube for people to be able to watch later yeah. on, you know, yeah. especially that would be really cool. And, we, and, and that's just been a, a short, um, just a, a, like a bit of an overview. So we might do a bit more in-depth thing on that in the future and have that up as a as a bit of a, like on a, on the on a, either website or YouTube or, yeah, make a, a longer version of it. Yeah, perfect. Sounds good, mate. All right. Don't forget, too, there's a couple of days left of the Christmas sale. Webby, I know you've gone on there and bought beach towels and everything for Christmas. You are ready. I'm ready. Yep. Heaps Summon Ads merch. <laughs> there's Burnout Masters merch. There's new Summon Ads merch. There's Summon Ads Slam merch. There's merch everywhere. There's some good sales, too, for Christmas. So if you're going to get your dad, your auntie, your long-lost cousin from Perth who works at Audis, whatever, whoever you're going to get Christmas presents for, Get on there and get them for them because the sale's finishing December 14. Almost done, I've got to say. Get all your entries in for Summon and Slam. Get all your entries in for Rev Rock and Roll, Rare Spares, Rev Rock and Roll. Uh, you got Motivation. to get them all in. Motivation. Motivation. How about that? Yeah, the big uh, announcement this week, and, uh, man, looking forward to that. And it's since, just since the announcement last, last week. Last week, last week, last week. So, Entrance have just been through the roof, so it's going to be another killer event. The, the other side of the country seems to get behind that event. They love it. No doubt they're loving the summer that's involvement to bring them another killer event. There's no yeah. doubt I'll never... Borders be, are open. I'll never be allowed over the border, mate, ever. No, but they're right. No, you won't. J-Benz will be allowed over, so... Maybe. Maybe. All right, that's it. You'll, uh, J-Benz will see you next Tuesday. Everybody will see you next Tuesday. I'm an idiot, and this is the end of the HBHQ podcast. Yes. See you next Tuesday, man.